Welcome to Breaking Through Biz, the podcast where we talk about things that are keeping small business owners from getting traction and what they can do about it. I'm your host, Tabitha Shiver, and I have with us today my guest, Tom Ruich. Tom is the founder of Story Power Marketing, where he helps his clients create interesting and captivating content so they attract potential prospects into noticing and ultimately purchasing their services. Thanks for being here with us today, Tom. How are you doing? I am great, Tabitha. Really happy to be with you. Good, good. Well, start off with actually a little bit of the history. So how did you get here? How did Story Power Marketing come to be? Because I think there's a lot of value in how you got here. So start off with just telling us the, the backstory. Sure. So I'll, I'll back up to 2001 when I founded an email service provider company, email software uh, to create, deliver, and track campaigns. And that was uh, before most people had heard of email marketing, much less tried it. So we had a lot of people who would come to us and say things like, uh, sell us a list. We'd say, well, no, we're not going to sell you a list. We'll help you build a list. And that led us to expand the company from just software into being a full service marketing agency because we wanted to help our clients with lead attraction and actually executing campaigns. And the thing that we discovered over the 19 years that I ran this company called MarketVault is that when a business struggles with its content marketing, they're very quick to look for the next shiny tool. Oh, I, I need a better piece of software or a different uh, channel. I need to switch from email to social, or now that I'm in social, I need to go to TikTok. And it's often not the case that that's the issue. The bigger issue when people are struggling with their content marketing is the content that they're putting into those machines. Yeah. And too many business people are dishing out the same old boring blah, blah, blah content. Then they get frustrated. Then they feel stuck. So we began to help our clients before I sold the software company, to power up their creative content, to transform their content from prospect repelling to client attracting, and in so doing, make the process less frustrating, more fun, more productive, and ultimately to transform the bottom line. And when I sold the software company at the end of 2019, I was already doing what I do now with Story Power Marketing, mm -hmm. which is just that work with businesses, particularly people who package their expertise for sale to serve clients, I work with them to transform their content. That's fantastic. And so how is the business doing? Ah, the business is doing great. Uh, you know, it was interesting. We started, uh, again, we'd been doing this work for many, many years, but we started Story Power Marketing uh, right around January of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> so a couple months later, I... Uh, moved out of my office, moved home. It was an interesting time to be launching a business, of course. Yes. Um, but in many ways, it was good to face the pandemic. It forced me to spend a lot of time working on the business. And as you know, Tabitha, business owners don't do enough. They're too much in the business. Yeah. So the pace of business that resulted from the pandemic, slowing things down a little bit, allowed me to build the business and design the business in a way that uh, has been probably more effective in the long run. 
That's great. And that's one of the things I love about you is that you have that real world experience being a business owner. So this whole podcast is all about business owners that are feeling stuck. And I like to have on people who have been through the whole business ownership process and you have even to the point of exit. So you're a little more uh, senior than even some of the other people that I've talked with. Um, Where, especially around the email marketing and the content, where are we seeing business owners get stuck? Because there's so much out there these days there's so many tools there's so so like where is it that people are getting stuck and what tips or tricks do you have for them to help maybe help get unstuck well i i think there are a couple of things um and i alluded to this a moment ago number one is those who are professional service providers coaches experts in their field they're prone to dish out the things they know here is very important information. And they get into lecture from on high mode. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm a financial advisor and I'm going to tell you the difference between a Roth IRA and a traditional IRA. And it's very important and you need to know this. And then they feel frustrated and stuck because people are not interested. Mm-hmm. Information is not enough. So thing number one is that they get stuck because they're prone to just dish out that information only email because they believe, well, this valuable information that I have is my sock and trade, Mm -hmm. but it's not enough. They have to make it captivating, entertaining, and story powered. And so the second place they get stuck is professionals, especially often will hesitate. They'll say, well, I'm not an entertainer. I'm not a creative being. I don't have interesting stories to tell. Mm. And so they recoil from this idea of trying to make their content entertaining and captivating. And the thing that we teach to help them get over the hump is the idea that you're not here to be a stand-up comedian or to draw all sorts of stories about yourself. When we talk about storytelling, what we're really talking about is evoking the journey that your prospects wish to take. And all of us, no matter what business we're in, we're in the before to after business of helping a prospect or a client who is in a certain state before to get to a better state after. And that journey from before to after is a story. And if you could evoke those journeys, if those are the stories that you can tell, you always have things to share and you always have ways to entertain and captivate your prospects. And then you, of course, have a process that you walk people through. So like you and I have done some work together. And I think my problem was is I had 30 things that I wanted to talk about. And right. so um, <laughs> needing to like niche You've it, narrowed you know, it down. I since, did. I've way. narrowed it down <laughs> a lot since then. But it, that was a season, right? When I was like, well, I want to be this yeah. and this and this and this. Um, so are you seeing that happening too, where people just have a lack of clarity in their messaging because they're trying to be all things to all people or? Yeah, I think that's very, very true. And, and when you're all things to all people, it's very difficult to hone in on what you're going to say and what stories you're going to share, for sure. Now, you write every single day. You have taken up the flag to say you are going to to write an email marketing message every single day. Tell me, like, how do you come up with ideas and content and write all the the writer's block that we get? How do you overcome that? Yeah. So I'll I'll clarify and note it's Monday through Friday, so week daily emails, not seven days a week. Still a lot. Yeah. When when we get into the writer's block question, I will often quote a guy named Eugene Schwartz, who was one of the most prolific and successful copywriters of his day. And Eugene Schwartz said, copy is not written, copy is assembled. 
And that's a really powerful and profound idea. And what he meant by that is that if you put in the work of gathering the building blocks, and what that means in practical terms is researching your market, understanding what makes your prospects tick, understanding where are they now, the before, where do they wanna go, the after. You begin to have the building blocks that you need to assemble content. And I've evolved the concept to a framework that I call the, the plan framework. Every email, every web page, every piece of content that I create has a plan, P-L-A-N, a promise, a lesson, an anecdote, and a next step. Oh, I love the that. The promises and the lessons that I share are, I, I know these things. I know, you know, in my intro, there's a promise transforming your content. The lessons that help achieve the promise are a variety of things. You know, I, I have a variety of lessons, but most of that I know in advance. What's the promise that I'm making? What are the lessons or the products or the services to achieve that? Then it's a matter of finding anecdotes that demonstrate that. And there are two ways that happens. Way number one is sometimes I say, I want to write an email that's making a point about this promise via this lesson. And I'm just going to find a story that demonstrates that. Oftentimes, it's just a case study client experience story. It might be a slice of life story or something like that. And they're easy to find when you think about the framework and think about it in this mode of assembly, not I'm going to be the creative being and just dream up stories from who knows where for who knows what reason. Um, that's where I start. Way, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's when people have writer's block. Exactly. Once upon a time, now what? Yeah. You know, and, and it's a horrible, horrible feeling. Um, the other way this happens, especially when you've gathered the building blocks, you know your promise, you know the lesson, you know the journeys and stories that you generally want to evoke, is the anecdotes will find you. Mm -hmm. You'll be watching a movie and there'll be a scene in the movie and you'll say, whoa, that'll make a great email because it makes this point. Or you'll read something in a book or you'll see something on television or it's so-and-so's birthday historic figure and you realize, oh, well, that historic figure was really a great example of some lesson and promise that I want to make. And the next place, and I don't want to go too far down the AI rabbit hole, is I use ChatGPT and I teach my clients how to use ChatGPT to sometimes find anecdotes. Mm. I'll, I'll give you an example. A business coach whose promise is effectively, I help you transform from stuck and stressed out and overworked and trapped to relieved and less stressed and able to get away and so on and so forth. And one of the lessons or vehicles by which we achieve this promise is delegation. I teach you how to delegate. Well, she's written the client experience story. She's written the slice of life story about when she had a boss who was a horrible delegator. And that's a great parable for her point. But then we went to ChatGPT. We said, hey, ChatGPT, I'm a business coach. Here's my promise. Here is the lesson delegation that I want to share. Please give me examples from literature, movies, television, real life of people or stories where the power and the benefits of delegation are demonstrated or where the failure to delegate and the consequences 
are demonstrated. And it goes, and you've got 10 great anecdotes. In the movie, the devil wears Prada, you know, the owner of the magazine fails to delegate and tries to control everything and all hell breaks loose. And we were doing this and this business coach said, oh, I love that movie. And I know exactly what they're talking about. And I could easily, in my own voice, with my mm -hmm. own personality, don't ask ChatGPT to write it for you. Mm -hmm. But in her own voice, with her own personality, she can grab that anecdote. She knows her promise. She knows her lesson. Now she has an anecdote and boom, it's all together. And of course, you have to then know, well, what am I going for? Am I inviting them to a... A uh, consultation, a training. What's the next step? There always has to be a next step or a call to action in your email. Uh, and that's the end, right? So I've got promise, lesson, anecdote, and the next is the end. Next step. Next step. Call to action. Yeah. And and I'll share an important point about that. A lot of business coaches will say, "All right, you need to strike a balance in your content where maybe." 80% of it is valuable content and 20% of it is selling. Mm -hmm. And that is just the most dangerous and destructive advice for content creators. And the reason is it sets up this mindset and dynamic that your tips and stories and information, that's the valuable stuff. The selling stuff is the stuff that, oh, you got to do it, but nobody wants to get that or hear that. And that completely undermines your positioning as a valuable resource. The thing that you should do in your content is always entertain and inform and sell all the time. There's always a next step. And when you do that in everything you put out, you establish the expectation in your audience that, oh, okay, well, <laughs> this person's in business. This, the next step with this person is to buy the product or to schedule a consultation or whatever the case may be. And as long as the emails are not in your face, pitchy, over the top, unwanted, but are entertaining, story-powered content that leads into, all right, want to know more? Sign up for my thing or buy my thing or whatever. Then People welcome it and people expect it. Whereas if you treat it as extra or unvaluable stuff, the pasty, pitchy stuff, people will tune it out yeah. and they won't buy. Yeah, I love that. So uh, great segue to say, what's next if somebody wanted to get in contact with you? If somebody wanted to get in contact with me, they can go to storypowermarketing.com and on the site, they can download some free resources. They can sign up for my emails. And it may feel like, wow, Monday through Friday emails, that's a lot. I know a lot of people on my list who say, yeah, they'll just sit down in one sitting on a Friday or maybe over the weekend and take five minutes and read the five emails. I don't expect everybody on my list to read every email, but you will see everything I've described in practice. And you'll learn a lot if you sign up for the mailing list. I also have a free gift for listeners of, of this podcast. If you go to get.storypowermarketing.com slash Tabitha, get.storypowermarketing.com slash Tabitha, I have a free download, an ebook called Nine Secrets to Create Captivating Content or something like that. It's nine <laughs> secrets to do what we're talking about. Awesome. Well, <laughs> and, that sounds uh, like a great resource um, you can for folks. That for free. 
All right. And so that was at get.storypowermarketing.com slash Tabitha. Okay. So Tabitha's yep. with an E. So make sure we get that right. We'll put that down in the show notes as well. Fantastic. Well, thank you for offering that because as a business owner myself, I understand the challenges of coming up with good email marketing copy. And I think that that mindset shift that you're talking about of thinking about everything that I'm saying is adding a ton of value. I really like us reframing that. And I love the idea of having plan because it gives me a framework and a model for writing some of those um, email marketing messages. So thank you so much for sharing sharing all of that with us. I invite everyone to join us next month when we speak to DJ Dillenberger. And we're going to hear about the amazing journey that Americom has been on. And you'll learn how they broke through the ceiling to achieve exponential growth. So this is an actual business owner that'll be sharing his journey and his story with us. So make sure that you join to hear that. And Tom, maybe you can help him as well. So um, thank you for being on the show. And thank you for sharing all this wonderful knowledge. And uh, if there's anything I can do ever to help you, certainly don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you, Tabitha. And thank you to all who have listened. This has been Breaking Through Biz with Tabitha Shever, And I just want to give a thank you to Family Vision Media and Dave Powell for helping us to produce this podcast. Plus, Delta is committed to helping your small business get your operations in order and to drive positive change. To learn more about Plus Delta services or EOS, go to plusdelta.com. Until next time, happy changing, everyone.